0: Hey you skinny legends, it's 2018. And I'm back. That's right. It's me, Eric, from yourrealityrecaps.com, bringing back our Real Housewives audio blogs for this season of the Real Housewives of New York season 10. Now, for those of you that don't know, basically, I don't like to read. I like to be read, to, And I think everyone else feels the same way, which is why I'm reading you the Bravo blogs from the ladies each week as they put them out. Now, look. They don't put them out frequently. So while we're going to try and make this a regular podcast coming out on the same time each week, just remember that I'm a slave to the ladies. So once they put out stuff, you'll be getting one of these every single week. Now, where can you see this and listen to it? Of course, on iTunes. And if you are, do us a favor, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. These shows will also be archived on our website, Your Reality Recap, Apps dot com slash Bravo! Now, if you guys want a amazing way to help support our shows, consider becoming a patron. Yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. You get access to the patron-only group on Facebook. You get shows just for patrons weekly, prize giveaways for patrons, and your questions asked to reality stars when they come on our shows. Of course, you guys know we are live every single night of the week over on YouNow at YouNow.com slash realityrecaps. Recaps. Of course, it is Big Brother season currently, so that is what we are mainly focusing on, and if you are a Big Brother fan, I don't know why you are not over there checking out all our Big Brother content. But that's not all we do, so feel free to peruse our website, yourrealityrecaps.com, and see all of the amazing shows, content, videos, live streams, reality star guests that we have on all the time. Another great way you can help support our shows is if you're doing any Amazon shopping, go to yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon. Or if you just want to make a one-time donation to help us keep bringing you all of this content, consider doing so at Urialityrecaps.com slash Amazon. PayPal. Now, I think we have so much to talk about on this week's Real Housewives of New York. So let's jump right into it. (laughs) And I'm going to start off with Ramona's blog called Sonia Just Talks to Talk. Sonia Just Talks to Talk, and it's such nonsense. For Sonya to say that I'm having a party for no reason is indicative of her not being present in reality. I'm throwing a party to congratulate Carol on completing the New York City Marathon. This is a huge accomplishment, and I'm so proud of her. I have worked out my whole life, and I would never attempt to run 24 miles. Meanwhile, Carol, by self-admission, has never worked out and completed a marathon. So this calls for a celebratory party, and I was so sorry that I couldn't be there to witness her at the finish line. I was surprised that Carol didn't stay with Bethany that weekend. I mean, Carol expected to be there, but Bethany had Dennis with her and then didn't want Carol around? Carol has developed a close relationship to Tinsley, and Bethany seems to have a problem with that. In true friendships, people understand that you can concentrate on more than one friend. Bethany doesn't comprehend that concept. It seems like Bethany is resentful of Carol's bond with Tinsley and the fact that Carol is not totally focused on her. Carol is the least needy woman I have ever met, and completely the opposite of Bethany. The lunch at Luann's was surreal. Again, we see Sonia not making sense. She brings up such nonsense about me and then goes on about things that happened ten years ago. When will Sonya just live in the moment and stop fabricating? Thus concludes the Bravo Blog of Ramona. So what do you guys think? Do you think, like, how much do you love this Carol and, um... Bethany split and now Sonia is just leeching onto Carol. Sonia, real not Sonia, Ramona. <laughs> Ramona realizes that, you know, she lost Bethany too and she needs to go get on board now with Carol. So, I love the way this dynamic is playing out. And I got I got some more gossip for you about the Ramona and Bethany and well, more specifically the Bethany and Carol feud at the end of this podcasts but let's move on to the next bravo block (laughs) this one is from luann and it says when did personal pain become a contest just because you act like a prima donna doesn't mean you should Sonia's really focusing on her health, and I was happy to buy, buy her the bullet blender of her dreams. I thought it was bite the bullet. Buy her the bullet blender of her dreams. I'm sure if I didn't have the blender she needed, she would have found some smoothies somewhere close in Sag Harbor. Conversely, Ramona made her art dealer move furniture around her house, even though they were there to sell art. Successful artists moving furniture in the Hamptons are usually treated a lot better. My kids are both artists, and if someone treats them this way, they better run. Tinsley, who is as high-maintenance as Ramona, needs to cut Sonia some slack. She needs to be appreciative of everything Sonia did for her when she moved back to New York from Palm Beach. The hashtag Mean Girls thing she has going on with Carol is an endearing— as for who bought the gift card Tinsley gave to Sonia, who gives a shit? When Tinsley goes on and on about being a debutante from a fine Richmond family and then doesn't show generosity to her host, what does that say about debutantes, or Richmond, for that matter? I'm so happy that Bethany and I are in a good place. She is absolutely effing right about Tom, and I told her so. We learn and grow from our mistakes, and I have no regrets. Also, when did personal pain become a contest? Pain is pain, regardless of what caused it. Divorce, death, illness, I could go on and on. Dorinda needs to chill out a little and have sympathy for others. We all know someone who has had it worse than us, but that doesn't make our difficulties any less real. Next week you'll see what happens in the Hamptons, and until then, don't compare your inside with someone else's outside. Thus concludes the Bravo Blog of Luan. So yeah, I mean... I'm gonna kind of wait until we get to Dorinda, who I know is coming up next, to say what I think about that fiasco. But what are you thinking about Luann so far this season? Are you liking Luann? not liking Luann? Do you think she's also kissing up to Bethany to try and get on her good side? Let me know in the comments below, cause we're moving over to Dorinda's blog. And it's called, I had every good intention going into brunch. Are we really doing this again? The yearly fall trip to the Hamptons is upon us and once again it's filled with all kinds of misunderstandings and mistruths. I truly thought that it was the usual setup. I stay with Ramona, who I love and adore, Sonia stays with Lou, Carol stays with Bethany, and Tinsley, well, I'm not sure where Tinsley was staying because last year she stayed with a friend. I didn't mean to blindside Carol with the fact that she might not be staying with Bethany, but I was told by Bethany that she had a full house. I was merely conveying what I was told, and with that information, Carol needed to make alternate plans, which she did. Off to Bethany's birthday dinner. Was I late? What I know is that we were arriving as we were told. I'll explain later. The dinner was fun, and of course, Lou's rendition of Happy Birthday was hilarious and well-received. With that said, let me get straight into Lou's brunch the next day. Let me start by saying that I had every good intention going into that brunch. I wasn't going to let anything bother me. But after a half hour of me, me, me in the past tense, it got to, well, me. The trigger was, and always will be, this ridiculous comparison of filing divorce papers to burying a loved one. Isn't one a choice? Isn't the other, last time I looked, a non-choice? A terrible, unwanted ending? I guess if you were a completely detached human being, you can draw a comparison. But believe me, you would have to be completely delusional. Signing divorce papers, again, out of choice, due to lack of trust, love, or loyalty, and then having a lunch at Le Boutique afterwards is far different to watching the life slip slip away before your eyes and then making final arrangements for their funeral. Why don't you call Mr. Morgan, because you can, and ask him if he thinks it's the same. Wow, (laughs) Dorinta. God knows I sure can call Richard and will never be able to see or talk to Richard again. Lastly, yes, I will continue to talk about Richard Medley, my late husband, and honor his legacy for his children, for Hannah, for his friends, and for me. Isn't that what you do when a loved one dies? Has everyone forgotten about their grandparents, their parents, their husbands, wives, friends, etc. when they pass? That's why they have things like memorials. Look that up in a dictionary. And do people memorialize the date they got divorced? I mean, I divorced my first husband and I barely remember the date. About the same time as Sonia, by the way. And I barely mentioned my ex in the way other than her other than him being Hannah's father. Sadly, you will see most of us attending Bobby Zarin's funeral. Jill will Shall Jill now forget him and treat it like a divorce, or should she honor him now and forever? So for all of you that still think that divorce and death are the same subject line, I hope you never need to learn the difference, because I assure you it'll become very clear to you very fast. P.S. Sorry, Leo Got stain Stain on your sweater. Remember, you can send it to Madame Paulette or use the new stain stick kit I gave you. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Dorinda. Okay, so Dorinda, you said you were going to explain later that you were only doing what you were told and you didn't explain. So I guess we're not going to know about how you were only doing what you were told? Look, I don't know. I mean, I read that blog... I hear what Dorinda's saying, death is not the same as divorce, but did you really need to get like in her face and scream at her to make the point? I mean, I mean, some people you do need to scream at to get through. So, I mean, maybe it is what you needed to do. I, I want to believe that it's not what you needed to I mean, just being like, you're not, your husband's not dead. He left you because you, ch-. I mean, and that's like on television. I don't know. It just seems... Worse to me. I'm not comparing the death to divorce. I'm comparing how you reacted to the situation. Dorinda, but um, I still love Dorinda. Love Dorinda way more than I love Sonya, by the way, so I don't know why I'm defending Sonya. Anyway, you guys let me know in the comment section below what you think as we move on to our next Bravo block. <laughs> and it's gonna be a goodie because it's from Carol and it's called I'm Not a Shrink, I Just Play One on TV. The only thing more annoying than friends psychoanalyzing you is a friend psychoanalyzing you on television. Okay, so let's do this. Now, okay, me, Eric speaking, obviously she's talking about Bethany. Now, back to Carol. When the episode opens, I'm staying at a hotel because my best pal says her house is too full, and because I'm the type of girl who likes to have a friend close 24-7, virtually Velcro to my side at all times. Um, uh-oh. But wait, 14 minutes later, I'm a hard-to-reach friend, and I don't reply to text, and my phone has weird messages saying it's broken. By the way, it doesn't. Three of my five friends are complaining that I didn't give them enough affirmation when none of them even showed up to support my marathon run, and instead took one and a half seconds to write a text. I guess they expected a parade when all they did was say thank you written out, by the way, I'm curious, what would you have done in this situation? So let's just pick a storyline and stick to it, because if Carol is anything, it's consistent. And that reminds me, let's play a game. Carol is the type of person who... Blank. Carol is the type of person who... Celebrates with friends. Carol is the type of person who has very close female friendships. Carol is the type of person that, if her friend was running a marathon, she'd be at the finish line. Carol is the kind of person who laughs easily and doesn't take herself so seriously. Carol is the type of person who understands the difference between an opinion and truth. Carol is the kind of person who doesn't shade the truth in order to prove a lie. Carol is the type of person who can take criticism if criticism is given. And Carol is the type of person who will correct the record, backed up with green shots, and evidence. Carol is the type of person who believes in being gracious in spite of being confronted by a mob posing as friends. Carol is the kind of person who drives four hours in traffic to go to her friend's birthday dinner, bringing them three dozen roses, and then doesn't even make a big deal out of it when she doesn't even say thank you. Carol is the kind of person who forgives friends easily for behaving rudely, for being self-centered, self-absorbed, and generally bitchy. But maybe she should stop letting things roll off her back so easily. So what Carol isn't, if you've noticed, is a fair-weather friend. And while she may not have three dance tunes and a Pandora station, yet... She genuinely cares for her close friends and is sad to see hidden jealousies and resentments pop up on television. Had I known then what is very clear to me now, this entire story would have ended much differently. By the way, thanks for watching, and don't forget, you can donate to the North Shore Animal League at animalleague.org. Oh, and P.S. Ramona isn't tolerated by any of us. She is, and has always been, a good friend who has her quirks like the rest of us. But that girl has more close friends than any single girl I've ever known. They literally Velcro themselves to her side. That's because she knows what it means to be a good friend, regardless of her dynamic with Bethany, who, by the way, is not a friend to her. And sure, I guess Luann can be fun too but she called me a pedophile and referred to my three-year relationship as a boy toy and diminishes my accomplishments because I don't have three dance tunes and a Pandora. But sure, Bethany, she's fun too. Nice way to have my back like I've always had yours. Sad. Oh, and poor dumb Sonia, not to know the difference between a bad divorce and a young death. I feel sorry for her, except for the fact that she is hashtag nasty girl to my friends, and if anything, I'm loyal. Hashtag... Ride or die, honey. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Carol. (laughs) All right, now, I know a lot of you have a lot of questions about what's going on and what this feud is between Carol and Bethany. So I'm going to kind of read you this blog post that I found, which, if we're believing it, is going to kind of sum it up. So here it goes. It says... Bethany Frankel has become person non grata among her fellow Real Housewives of New York castmates. The other women haven't had enough of her sources. Tell the Daily Mail.com, which is where I'm reading this, by the way. The ill will began when Frankel found herself at odds with Carol Radswell, 54, who, sna- who snapped at then 47 year old Bethany, saying, Every time we're together, you're aggressive with me. The other women piled on, leaving Frank L- Frankel, Bethany Frankel, fuming. She promptly made calls to the head of production and tried to resign from the hit reality TV show, but was forced to keep filming. However, her co stars wish she was gone, according to production sources. An insider told us they feel they'd be better off without her as she's no longer funny or smart and the girl next door that everyone liked. She's become mean and entitled. She belittles other women, as well as the crew. The source continued, it all began with Carol claiming time, a calling time on their friendship. She'd have enough of being perceived as Bethany's puppet for long enough. They had multiple arguments over the period of filming, and the worst was when they filmed in the Berkshires. Carol and Bethany once again, did everything together, but now Carol wants nothing to do with her. Bethany freaked out and couldn't handle that Carol was calling her out on her BS, and the other women started telling her they'd had enough too. This set Bethany over the edge, so she called the heads of production and tried to resign. Of course, it didn't work. Now, a source close to Bethany, Frankel shot back, it would take a lot more than Carol Radswell for Bethany to resign from the show. Both a spokesperson for Bravo and Bethany denied that the petite brunette attempted to quit the show, adding there is no truth to this ridiculous claim but the production and cast also grew frustrated with bethany slacking off during the season a source complained here's the highest paid cast member constantly saying she's unavailable or too busy and then we see her on yet another vacation or out at her hamptons home it's beyond frustrating and a slap in the face to the other women who always make time to be available to film they realize it's their job she doesn't even do it on the down low anymore. She blatantly does it without a care in the world. Her Instagram story is an F you to everyone doing their job. Yet, she is called on, yet when she is called on her behavior, she's the one that freaks out. And although Frankel may be on the outs with her fellow co-stars, she hasn't lost a friend in Sonia Morgan over the tensions, even though the two were on rocky terms themselves a few years ago. A source also said, only a couple of seasons ago, Bethany was ripping Sony apart when Sony attempted to launch launch tipsy girl Projekko. Bethany was furious that it was such a close name to her brand, Skinny Girl. Problems for Frankel aren't just limited to her on-camera friends and are behind-the-scenes as well. Crew and production members are at their wits' ends. The production source offered on the trip to Puerto Rico where she attempts to position herself as the second coming of Mother Teresa, Bethany was downright mean to the production crew and threatened to have one of the crew members fired for getting lost for getting lost during production. It was shocking how she cheated the crew member. This person was legitimately lost on an island without power or cell service, and Bethany just lost her mind, screaming at them and threatening to end their career. It was horrible. The team behind the show were amazed that when the cameras turned on, Bethany was all namaste and charitable, but as soon as the cameras switched off, she's yelling at the crew and telling them that she that they couldn't break for lunch just generally made it a difficult trip in a disaster zone even worse. They added, It was hell. Imagine you lose everything and then Bethany Frankel shows up with a camera crew. Talk about a nightmare. A sauce... A source close to Bethany dished, she sent over 50 planes in to help with relief, as well as raised approximately $50 million. She never interacted with the crew. She was spending her time and efforts trying to help the people of Puerto Rico, running door-to-door, distributing over a million dollars in cash cards. The past few months have have not been smooth sailing for Bethany. In February, the Real Housewives of New York cast, including Frankel, were left traumatized on a hellish cruise to the seas of Columbia. The boat's engine became engulfed in flames, and the craft started to sink in already turbulent water, leaving the cast panicking, sobbing, and even throwing up. Now. Um, And and that's all that this blog is basically claiming. So let me say this to you now. I have seen Dorinda come out and say that the boat did not catch on or she basically said she was unable to say what happened on the Puerto Rico trip, but it was Andy who has come out and said the boat did not catch on fire, the boat did not sink, and this is horribly over, a horrible overreaction. I'll actually put the picture um, on the webpage if you're listening to this on our website, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. Um, I'll put the picture in the blog post or the show notes for this episode on the website where you can see like uh, Ramona in a wheelchair and the girls like sitting down there with security. It looks like something clearly happened on that boat. So... Uh, I've, I don't know, I don't know. I would imagine Dorinda's not allowed to talk about it, but Andy's saying it didn't happen. I mean, I guess we'll see what the edit portrays of this. Now, as far as is Bethany a nightmare, is Bethany not a nightmare? I really don't know, I mean, it's all gossip. Bethany's not really saying anything. Uh, Carol, on the other hand, on Twitter, has been very passive-aggressive towards Bethany, basically making a lot of the comments she just made in her own blog, which I read to you, claiming that, you know, Bethany did not invite her to stay at her house, but nobody was staying there. Bethany was not really treating her like a friend. Uh, She did say hi to Bethany when she walked into the restaurant and does know why Bethany is acting like that didn't happen, uh, that Bethany didn't thank her for her birthday gifts or really acknowledge her. So it seems like Carol is publicly doubling down on the fact that Bethany does not like that she's friends with Tinsley and is kind of punishing her for it. I haven't really seen any of the other housewives coming out uh, and saying the same thing yet, but maybe they're just waiting until their issues with Bethany arrive. I guess we'll see as the season progresses. I mean, I would be surprised. It seems like all any of them ever want to do is just kiss Bethany's ass all the time. So I'd be surprised if any of them stuck up you know, against her, I'd actually probably like to see it, but you let me know what you guys think in the comment section below on our website, if you're, again, listening to this, at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo, and obviously clicking on the second audio blog show. Uh, You can see the show notes. Comment below. Let me know what you think. Whose side are you on? Team Carol? Team Bethany? Where do you fall with all the drama from this week? Why won't Bethany write a blog? There are so many unanswered questions. But I think starting next week, I'm going to start incorporating other um, uh, blogs into this. I actually did go and look to see if the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills had any blogs. And oddly enough, none of them are doing blogs. No, I mean, except the horse lady. Why can't I remember her name now? The, Teddy. Teddy is the only one who has written a blog. Literally in the last month and a half. None of the Beverly Hills wives are even writing blogs. So I was thinking on the next episode, since uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta just ended, I'll give them a little while to see if any of them are going to write like a wrap up blog. And we'll do kind of a Real Housewives of New York slash uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta Bravo Blogs for next week and remember if you guys are loving this please 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 uh leave a five star rating and a nice review over on itunes and comment on the website so that i know you guys want me to keep doing this show which i probably might say again in the outro which is starting right now. (laughs) And thus concludes the Bravo blogs for this week. Now, look, like I said, I can only do these when the ladies put the blogs out. So I can't always promise you an exact time that they'll be available each week. I hope that by the weekend we have enough blogs from the ladies. Now, some of you have said you don't want me to do specific blogs like just for the Real Housewives of New York, but you want me to read you all the Bravo blogs. If that is something you guys are interested in, then you need to do me a favor comment below this video on our website and or i will have hold much more weight if you leave a five-star rating and a nice review on itunes i am more than willing to do it for you guys i just need to know that you guys are listening to these podcasts and that you are enjoying them and then i'm more than happy to do more of them and add more to them for you guys so do that of course you can also tweet me anytime over on twitter at Reality Recaps. I hope you guys take a minute to check out our website yourrealityrecaps.com I hope you come by and watch us do our live shows. Hang out in the chat room. Ask questions. Hang out with reality stars. We are live every night on younow.com slash reality recaps. You can become a fan over there completely for free. Be alerted every single time we go live. And of course it is Big Brother Canada season. We are hoping to make it to to Canada for the finale to live stream that for those of you that are fans of Big Brother Canada, as well as the finale parties. So if you want to help support our shows, get access to the patron-only Facebook group, prize giveaways just for patrons, special after shows, and weekly shows just for patrons, consider becoming one to support us and everything we do over at yourrealityrecaps.com patron, or you can always do a one-time donation at UrialityRecaps.com slash PayPal. Until our next Bravo blog, you guys got comments to write or reviews to leave so I know how you want me to keep these shows going forward, just the Real Housewives of New York or all of the Bravo blogs that are available. And if I did it as all Bravo blogs, I assume then we could do it the same day each week. So let me know what you guys think. I'll see you guys on the next show. Bye for now, everybody. I'm so happy to be back. Bye.